Welcome to Hall's House, where Habitat ABQ takes time to talk about what community means right here in the greater Albuquerque area. Come on in. Here is your host for our podcast, Ryan P. Freeman. And welcome back to another episode of Hall's House. I am Ryan P. Freeman, and today we have... Hi, I'm Regina Red, the volunteer manager with Habitat for Humanity. Okay, so when people hear about Habitat, you know, part of the big thing is volunteering. How does somebody volunteer with us? So there are so many different ways that volunteers can, you know, participate in joining in any area within Habitat. Uh, you could definitely uh, check out our website at www.habitatabq.org, and you can look at our volunteer tab. You can definitely register, uh, check out our Habitat calendar, and look at the many different ways that you can volunteer. We have everything from repair program to construction, possibly office work. You can join a committee, our restore. So there's just so many different ways that you can participate and get registered and, and find a lot of information on how to go about that. How did you first like get involved with Habitat? So I first heard about Habitat through a co-worker and a friend of mine, and uh, they had mentioned about Habitat. I did not know much about Habitat, and after volunteering with them, I became just so interested in as to what the mission was, and it just really captured my heart. And from there, um, I became a staff member, and I've been with Habitat uh, for about six and a half years, and I absolutely love it. And that's kind of how I became involved, and it's just been amazing. It's just been just such an amazing experience. If someone's looking to uh, to come volunteer, what are some things that they should ask themselves? Maybe they should be ready for. Maybe someone's like, I want to volunteer. What should I expect? The one thing is, is if you're asking yourself, you know, I would like to volunteer, but I don't really know if I have the skills to do that. That is perfectly okay. We definitely offer, I always say, if you're not too sure about Habitat, what we're all about, uh, kind of the different volunteering to see if this is something for you, I always highly recommend our volunteer orientation. It's such a great, kind of like a, a meeting, I guess you can say, to meet other fellow volunteers who are also interested and maybe not too sure about Habitat and volunteering. And this um, orientation provides everything you need to know. It's about the, ha- the background of Habitat. I give the description on all of the volunteer areas that you could possibly want to partake in. And then, of course, I um, go into all of the details, our guidelines, um, our safety. I even give a tour within our ReStore. So I definitely answer a lot of questions, maybe any type of concerns you have. And the biggest thing I always tell volunteers is that if you kind of say, well, I really don't know if I have those skills. I always say, and the one thing that we hold that's for every single area is no experience is needed, which is absolutely fantastic because that's one of the biggest questions I get. Do I need experience? I don't know how to build anything. I don't know how to repair. I'm not too sure about office work, but that's something I would love to help out in. There's always training. There's always highly experienced staff that will be walking you through every step of the way. So I always say, if you're just not too sure, sign up for the orientation, um, take it. You're going to walk away with so much information and you're going to feel a little bit more confident about if this is going to be the right um, position for you. So something that I've heard again and again from different people that we've, we've interviewed on the show so far is that volunteering is life-changing. Can you maybe share some stories of people who have volunteered maybe and maybe an experience that you had that might, you know, 
encourage other people to take a serious consideration about it? Um, absolutely. And I can definitely start with my experience at first. Um, you know, I have never thought about getting into volunteering. Um, you know, when you kind of hear volunteering and you've never done it in the past, you kind of think, oh, volunteering. You know, I don't know if I want to give some time. You know, I'm with my lifestyle of going to school, possibly going to work. I have a family. You know, I work full time. You know, there's always so many uh, reasons why people can say, I just don't have time for that volunteering. But, you know, when you first step in and you take that time to even volunteer, whether it's an hour, a couple of hours, and you really kind of do it for the first time, you're going to realize that, you know what, this is just so much fun. I learned so much. And after I did it for the first time, I absolutely fell in love with it. I always encouraged a lot of the youth that I had mentored in the past to also volunteer. And to this day, the ones I still keep in touch with, they still volunteer to this day. So I always highly recommend people to give it a shot. You just never know if this is going to be for you. So like myself that have never done it in the past, you'll just definitely find the love that you just kind of give back to the community. And you're also finding something rewarding for yourself in the meantime. I've had volunteers that have come in as well. And they're saying, oh, I'm just here because, you know, my work is requiring me to do some volunteer work. And they still continue to volunteer to this day because they say I had so much fun. I did not realize the experience that I'm getting um, while also giving back to the community. Um, and especially the youth, the youth, you know, you kind of get a little hesitation and they're like, oh, you know, I could be at home and, you know, just kind of, yeah. you know, on the TV or, you know, playing my PlayStation. Yeah. But the moment that they get in, they kind of, I talk with them after I said, how was your experience? How did you enjoy it? And what did you get out of it? And they just say, you know what? I actually had a lot of fun. And so it's just a really great, I really love hearing that, especially when people who didn't give it a chance and they finally did, they walk away saying it was not what I expected. And that I just tell them like, well, please spread the word and we hope to see you again. And most of the time we do. So I always tell people, you just never know what you're going to experience. You never know until you actually do it. And I always say, just please reach out. I'm always here for questions. There's plenty of staff here that can answer your questions. And we will always find and direct you on a great area that's going to work best for you. Uh, one of the things that you, you briefly mentioned, and that was a great answer, by the way. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, um, is, um, you know, something maybe volunteering for work. So I know that oftentimes we have not just individuals come and volunteer, but we have whole groups from different different businesses, organizations. Talk a little bit about that. What's that like? How do people in organizations get involved? Where are we at right now with the year and everything? Um, tell us more. Um, so we definitely have a lot of groups that do come out in the past, and it's such a wonderful experience and such a joy to work with all of these different groups. I mean, we have large groups, we have small groups. So for example, we have Sandia National Labs, we have Wells Fargo, Bank of America, and not just necessarily business and corporations, but we also have faith-based uh, groups that come out, like Legacy Church, you know, United Methodist Church, and then also we have school groups. You know, we've had, you know, Sandia High School come out, we've had, um, of course, even for volunteering, we had transition services that have come out. So even if they're small, anywhere from two people to, you know, 10 people all the way up to 20 people, I definitely work with your group to find out what's going to work best for you. What is it that you're looking for? Um, what type of day are you looking to volunteer? So all of that stuff we will always work with you on. And we're always going to have a place that's going to fit best for all of the groups. The most thing that I really enjoy about the groups is that you always meet so many new people. Now, don't get me wrong. When I get sand 
Columbia Labs in or Intel or, you know, um, any large groups, they do come back again and again. But it doesn't always mean it's going to be the same volunteers. So I'm always hearing from new volunteers saying, oh, I'm with the such and such group. I would love to come out and volunteer. And then, of course, when you're out there and you're meeting them in person, they're just so excited. They're wearing their T-shirts. They're just proud to be there. They're representing not only their company, but they're also giving back to the community, which is what I kind of mentioned in the past. It's always about the community and it's just coming together. So that's what I really love seeing with the groups and stuff. And the one thing that we can definitely see going forward is in, in January of 2022. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whenever. That's what we're hoping. That's time. that's our hopefully our, our reopening <laughs> uh, time frame. You know, we're always looking for more groups. So yeah. if you um, are saying, hey, this could be a great opportunity for me. Well, again, we have our repair. We have our restore. Um, we have our construction. I will work with you to find what it is that you're looking for. And I will direct you in that right position. I will make sure you guys know how to register. I will make sure all the ins and outs of what you need to expect. So then that way you could be prepared and ready uh, before you come out and volunteer. And I think that's what I'm looking for the most is, you know, after COVID, you know, you kind of miss seeing all of those volunteers. You kind of miss seeing what's going on in everybody's life. And I am just really excited for the new year to see more and more groups coming out and just seeing everybody just kind of getting back to the somewhat normal and um, just everybody just coming out and have a good time. You get a lot of fresh air. You're going to learn some new skills. You're going to meet a lot of new fellow volunteers, not just within your group. We also have general volunteers that mingle within the groups. And you also get to meet a lot of great people. And the great thing, too, is I tell people one thing is also networking. You meet a lot. It's I mean, it's such a great uh, tool. I mean, you just meet so many different people. So that's I think that's what I'm looking forward to. And in 2022 with our groups and stuff. So if you are interested, please reach out. We are going to have a lot of new homes coming up um, with our new bills. And so we are going to have a lot of slots open. We're going to have a lot of dates prepared. Please reach out and we will get you signed up. And where do people go? How do they do that? So if, if for any group that is interested, again, whether you're small or whether you're a large group, you can definitely reach out to me. You can um, email me. Um, my email is on the website. So you can definitely say, hey, Regina, I'm with such and such group. I would love to volunteer. Please provide any information. We'll definitely stay in communication. And I will direct you from there. Now, if you are a general volunteer and you're just kind of like, well, I'm kind of interested. Uh, Maybe I want to bring out family members. Can I do that? Absolutely. I've had individual people come out and say, you know what? I would like to kind of get my family together, kind of do it as a, you know, like kind of like a family team build type thing. And and that is somebody that I are. These are individuals I also work with. So um, so again, whether you're with the group, you're faith based, you're school based and whether you might want to just get some friends and families. I mean, colleges you know, fraternities. I mean, please reach out. These are such great opportunities for you all to get together, do something for your community. And always, you can always reach out to me at any time and I will be there to direct you through every step of the way. Awesome. We will take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Hello, friends. I'm Jackie Jean and I make a really fun podcast about superstitions. I know, I know. You're thinking black cats and walking on their ladders, but this is a little different. I don't talk about anything that causes bad luck. I only talk about the things that make us lucky. It's an edutaining look at lucky symbols and omens that your kids will love too. Lucky Charms Unplugged is all about bringing luck into our lives. Having a bad day? A bad week? Come by and I'll tell you all about how you can get lucky. Habitat empowers through home ownership. Your ongoing monthly support will help housing insecurity today and far into the future. Join the movement. Make a long-term impact. 
visit www.habitatabq.org slash heroes hyphen for hyphen humanity today. And we're back. <laughs> and and to, yeah, well, you know, it was, it was a quick break. <laughs> but to, to, today we we have Regina here at Habitat ABQ. Um, and so one of the ongoing things that uh, I, I enjoy asking people with these, these episodes for the show is um, what does home mean to you? Oh, wow. What does home mean to me? You know, home is, wow, just, just home is just you know the joy and 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 family and i and i know that could be a random you know a, an everyday term for a home is is family um but it's it's comfortability it's stability it's you know reassurance that you know that you have a place to lay your head at night and you're with your family and friends and and that's just what i believe home is to me and it's just a place to gather and uh, just to feel and just to know that you know you're that you're just safe and I, I think it's just happiness and everything. So, um, you know, for those who are wanting to experience that and everything, I, I, I really believe that when you become a Habitat homeowner or homeowner in general, that is something that you that we all hope that everybody can experience at once in their life. Do you remember what your house was like growing up? Like, if you don't mind me asking about? No, absolutely. The home that I grew up in, I grew up in a very large family. Okay. It's kind of like a Brady Bunch family. Okay. Um, so there was like 16 of us, which is amazing. And me growing up, you know, my dad was very hardworking. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. So I always knew that the moment we wake up, we see our mom, our dad is at work. And growing up with so many brothers and sisters, you know, one could think, wow, 16 brothers and sisters. Wow. What a oh, crazy, oh, what, a, what a crazy household. That's a lot. <laughs> um, and, you know, and, and it's funny because you don't have to bring, you know, when we have birthday parties or when you had get-togethers, you didn't have to worry about inviting so many people to be around the table. I had my brothers and my sisters and I had my mom and dad. And to me, looking back at first, you think, oh, this family is driving me crazy. Um, I, you know, you, you kind of uh, fight and bicker with your brothers and sisters. But, you know, that's something that I never I, I think I took for granted, um, even though there was so much love, chaos, <laughs> happiness all rolled into one. And of course, structure, um, you know, but. Growing up, I look back on that and I miss that because now when you look at it, you say you kind of grow. Sometimes you can grow apart sometimes because of our everyday lives and everything. But those are the times that I've missed because really looking back on it, I remember those times when we sat around the table all as a big giant family squeezing in, you know, through every single corner of the table and, um, you know, sitting down and, and eating together as a family. I remember the get togethers. I remember the birthday parties and I remember just going to sleep and of course, having tons of bunk beds in our in one room, you know, you know, I remember that. And to me, it was like every day was just this, you know, it's like a slumber party. It's it's <laughs> it's just so much fun. And those are the times that I really wish I didn't, you know, just kind of let it fly by and saying, oh, I can't wait to get out of here. It's just something that I really can reflect back on and just remember the good times. And, you know, you have family members that pass like, you know, my dad and it really hits home that. Those are the times that you really wish you could take back and just remember. So, you know, when I meet homeowners and that I talk with them and stuff and they're so excited about, you know, having those homes and they get to bring their children in. I always when I talk with them one on one, I always tell them, you have your home. I can tell you from experience. These are the moments that you really cherish. And I know people say that a lot, but you really do cherish them. And lots of pictures. Remember those little moments. Remember all the crying and the bickering with the kids and the stuff. And you're going to be upset. 
but know that it's within your house and it's your home. There's going to be all kinds of stuff going on. But at the end of the day, it's about the love and the safety and the security and the memories. So I can, looking back at that, I can always tell people it's the memories and um, the love that you felt within that home that you grew up in. So that was kind of my childhood household back then. So do you know if uh, your parents own, own that home? They did. Um, they did own that home. And that was originally in California that okay. we had lived in. And then when we moved here to New Mexico, uh, they did buy their second home that was here. So, of course, my brothers and sisters stayed because they grew up. Yeah. And then the, some of them moved here. But we still had it was still a large family because, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. although it's 16, some branch off and some still come in. Um, and so um, we still had family. It's like no matter where you go, they're yeah. like still there. So they did own their home back then. So. Do you think your family owning their homes made a difference? Absolutely, because uh, to me, it, again, it just goes back to security. It goes back to just having a stable home. You know, you're not having to wonder, you know, are we going to move to another house? You know, we don't have to worry about where's the next place we're going to live. It was just something you can come home to every day knowing that, hey, this is, this is our home. We don't have to worry about nothing. So I really believe that owning the home is so important because not only does it give the parents knowing that they're providing something for their future children, but they're also building that foundation of, we're taking care of our children, our children are going to be safe, and we want them to know that. And so when we go to bed at night, we're like, we're secure. Yeah. We're, we're, you know, it's just, we're just safe. And I believe that really makes a difference. Do you own a home now? I am currently a homeowner. Ooh. I've been, yes. Um, and you know, I never, I never thought I would be a homeowner. I, I grew up as a single parent. Well, I didn't grow up as a single parent. I raised my daughter as a single parent uh-huh. and we lived in nothing but apartments. Yeah. We've had our share of hardships and I can definitely attest to say that, you know, we've moved from one apartment to another and I always felt that you know going along with my financial means that's kind of like the whole portion of it and so you know looking back I kept thinking I I really wish I had something more stable for my daughter now although being a single parent my daughter you know doing still well in school which was very surprisingly as being an apartment you know after we became I became a homeowner for the first time I was just like I never thought it was possible I never knew what that feeling would have been like I thought it was going to be such a hard obstacle and I thought wow what is what is it going to all entail and you know what is it going to do and you know maybe I'm never going to qualify you know especially with my income all this other stuff but the moment that it happened it was such the most amazing feeling to think this is such the biggest accomplishment you may ever take on in your life besides having kids that's that's still a big accomplishment too but when my daughter um, and I moved in and of course with my husband into the home it just felt complete. And um, seeing my daughter actually, of course, she had her own uh, her own bedroom, but seeing that she actually had her own bedroom, she didn't have to share. Her bedroom was far away from me. It's not next door. Yeah, mom. And, right? <laughs> and I didn't have to hear all the noise and the music and telling her to lower the music. Yeah, yeah. She could have listened to it as loud as she wanted to. Yeah. You know, I could see the happiness on her face. I could see that this is like, wow, I can bring friends over. I have a backyard to hang out in. I have a front yard I don't have to like go down the stairs and have to see other people and um, she didn't have to worry about kind of noise level as a teenager you know we were able to get a dog and we were able to get a cat and we were able to have pets and she you know just grew up in that lifestyle and to me seeing that um, that happiness on her face it really made me feel like I made a big accomplishment and growing up in the the home environment that I did as a kid 
I was able to give that stability. I was able to provide that safety. I was able to provide that, you know, the, the love and the memories and the happiness that I experienced as a kid to my own child. So that's what I really find in Habitat for Humanity as their mission of providing low-income housing, providing stability, uh, uh, providing security for their families. Of course, with, with the whole New Mexico, I guess the mission of what we all want to see is just ending homelessness. And mm-hmm. I really find that that's just very important. So growing up from that and then providing it to my daughter and hopefully she'll be able to provide that for her family in the future i really wish and i hope to see that for everybody so with with habitat for humanity i definitely get to see it and i get to also experience it along the way with other homeowners and it's such an amazing feeling and you're able to help marshal the volunteers that literally make that happen which is pretty awesome oh absolutely (laughs) you know and and when when volunteers come in and they're out there volunteering you know and and again this goes back to them saying well i never built anything or I've never, you know, thought about volunteering. They go and they say, well, I guess I'll try out the construction site. They go out to the construction site and then I call, they call me. They're like, I had so much fun, Regina. How can I get onto the next build? And I'm like, okay. So hearing that excitement and hearing how much of a good time that they had, to me, it makes my job rewarding. Yes, it's not all that. Like I was out there with them hammering the nails, but I got to work with them. I got to get them signed up. I got to direct them. I got to lead them onto how to get started. So then that way they're comfortable in going forward with that. But just hearing their own testimonies and hearing about how much fun they had, hearing about how they got to meet the homeowners, um, you know, not only for construction, but also with the repair. They get to meet the homeowners that they're helping with the exterior portions of their home. Um, and they're also getting to meet them and kind of seeing that the joy that they weren't able to provide those due to that income. And when they get to see the happiness, the volunteers feel that amazing, you know, that amazing feeling of I did something for somebody and it felt so good. So whenever I talk to volunteers and I'm like, how? was your experience tell me all about it and they are just so happy and they're just elate and I just love hearing that it never gets old it really doesn't um and that's kind of just part of one of the perks of my job is just hearing the the testimonies and the excitement of all the volunteers so I get to get I guess I can say I had a little part in that so it makes me it makes me happy you know (laughs) so is there anything else that you want to share with somebody listening when it comes to volunteering or habitat or homeownership or whatever Yes. And, you know, if, and, you know, if you're, if you're a homeowner or if you're, if you're not a current homeowner and you're thinking, oh, you know, well, she's talking about homeownership and this is, I, I want to provide stability for my family. I want to provide security for my family, but I don't know how to go about it. Go to our website, you know, uh, please uh, fill in um, and, and send in a, um, submit in your name and your information so we can, you know, when we have open enrollment, we could send you a packet so you can learn how to get um, started. You might be our next Habitat homeowner. Um, if you have any help, you could always reach out to any staff member we're always willing to help you and 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 provide any direction for you if you're a volunteer or maybe um you know a main volunteer coordinator for your organization your group or your church or school group definitely reach out to me we have so many opportunities and we even have opportunities for youth as young as 14 in some areas so we know that if you want to come out as a family or you want to bring your children or your grandchildren or nieces and nephews or anything we have so many opportunities and i highly Highly recommend you at least give it a try because you won't know if you're going to enjoy it if you don't if you don't try it at least once. So please reach out to me. I am so looking forward to speaking with you, and I'm just here to help you in any way possible. Awesome! Thank you so much, Regina. Yes, thank you. Uh huh. Thanks so much for stopping by Hall's House. Brought to you by the Greater Albuquerque Chapter of Habitat for Humanity. 
We hope our podcast helped enlighten you about Habitat and our community partners' continuing mission here in Albuquerque. To find out more about Habitat ABQ and how you can support our mission, visit HabitatABQ.org. Thanks for listening and stop by again anytime.